<laughs> What's up, Joes? And welcome to episode 150 of the Average Joes MMA Show. Woo! Milestone party time. <laughs> I felt like that was... I was waiting for it, bro. Oh, wait, well... <laughs> Just trying not to get sued. Yeah, I get you. I went a little bit too long in one of my episodes the other day, too, and I had to cut it down on YouTube. <laughs> well, you know, the Black Panther incident, we got one strike on fucking on SoundCloud, so. <laughs> I played a song off the Black Panther soundtrack for an episode, but it was so goddamn new that it got flagged, and then I got an email from SoundCloud that we broke copyright rules and shit, so we got in trouble. Oh my see, god! See, YouTube was like, "Hey, uh, we don't want to monetize this video, but it's got copyrighted stuff, so um, get rid of it, and you can play your video." So I just, I just cut it out. There you go. Hey boys, it's 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 a special episode. We we've we fucking hit a major milestone here. I'm gonna crack this beer. Oh, yeah. Let me get a one fifty. One, one fitty, not, not two fitty, not three fitty, one fitty. Fucking, let's let's. let's I guess I, since I got sidetracked right off the bat because of the fucking epic Russian fight music, I didn't even do everybody else's intros. Joining me as always, <laughs> my co-host, the host of the Full Heel Podcast, Rafael Chides. Bang bang, bang bang, and joining us once again. A long lost Joe, Mr. Ryan Dempsey. The mustache, the mustache is back. <laughs> I'm here to put the average back in the average Joe's. God damn, that mustache, <laughs> though, is anything far from average. Ooh, little, little crop duster IPA from the Grand Armory Brewery in beautiful Grand Haven, Michigan. Uh, I mean, oh, Grand, nice. Grand Haven is beautiful, but fuck that place. It's like where all the fucking snooty rich assholes that like living below a bridge. And it, you, there's one way into Grand Haven. Well, now there's two. But there's one way into Grand Haven, and it's a fucking bridge over a gigantic river. <clears throat> and the bridge separates the highway from driving into Grand Haven. And sometimes the bridge gets stuck. <laughs> like uh, several times this summer, it malfunctioned and was stuck for three hours. That's awesome. Or longer. And there's it's it's one big fucking stretch of road mainly that goes through Grand Haven into the next city and connects back with the highway. But it's a pain in the ass. And when that bridge gets stuck, you're fucked. <laughs> fucked. I don't miss driving there every day for work and or my ex girlfriend. So anyway, cheers, boys. Cheers, even though I'm not drinking. That's okay. You don't you don't cheers. have to. I knew Ryan was I knew Ryan was gonna be drinking. So yeah, I decided. I, Doug Gilmore beer. I decided That's to join cool. him in the drinking because you and I partake in the in the smoking. So yeah, mm. if you got a drink, put it up in the air. If you got a smoke, light that motherfucker up. Here's to one hundred. Got some whiskey, but I still got work tomorrow. So. Yeah, that's why I'm only having a beer because I have to work yeah. tomorrow. One beer is not going to do much to me, especially after four tacos. But it's a special occasion, <laughs> man. It's fucking yeah. It's been a long hard road, <clears throat> long hard road, and we're here. It's good to have both of you. I missed you, boys. Thanks, brother. I made some, some friends, made some enemies. <laughs> yeah, 
Yeah, it's been a it's well we'll get we'll get deep into that. Ryan, catch us up a little. I mean, we we talked a little on Saturday. Ryan and I did an impromptu fucking Sunday session, or I'm sorry, after the bell, because I wasn't even gonna wasn't even gonna really do it. Had no plans on it. You and I had no plans. I knew you were doing the Fight Club and had the boys over and shit like that. And it was just like the fight ended. Shit happened, and I was I was gonna do a quick solo one because I I knew you weren't gonna be able to just jump on right after and had the boys oh, over, so I didn't I didn't want to bother. Crazy, yeah, I didn't I didn't even want to bother you. I knew you were doing your thing, but I wanted to get what I was like thinking in my head off my chest right then and there, and not wait till Tuesday. So <laughs> Ryan messaged me, and I was like, yeah, I think I'm gonna do a solo uh, after the bell right now. And he, I was, oddly enough, speaking of fucking stretching out and shit and shitters, I was on the shitter talking to Ryan through text. And I was like, <laughs> well, we're about to do a fucking after the bell. No one knows about that shitter talk, though, Jeff. No, but everybody talk. Everybody talks to everybody on the shitters. Let's it's yeah. it's 2018. Everybody, oh, I thought you were talking about the, my, my shitter, the one I want to buy where I twirl around in. Sorry, I am I. No. <laughs> You're gonna buy a toilet that you can twirl around. You tell no, me. No, like my like my bathroom. That's like oh yeah, home. that's what I call it. My shitter. Yeah, the whole thing. I thought even you... the bath because you could shit in the bath. I thought you were talking about like you were gonna get a swiveling toilet, and I was like, I want in to know where you pick this up at so I can get it. That sparked this <laughs> joint. It's a nice joint. <laughs> Some fucking them cones, baby. I haven't rolled a joint in so long. I've just been packing cones now. It's just mm. so much easier, and I smoke less weed in my joints because i'm not rolling them super fat that's you know it's already a predetermined size for the cone yeah because you just drop it in right yeah i just drop it and pack it because you've rolled it you could tighten that bitch up oh yeah especially I, cuban oh yeah i mean you know how i roll rafa yeah oh yeah yeah i had you roll my joints remember i was asking you, i'm like hey can you just roll my joint i'm like you're way faster I think I feel like I could. St- I still got the ability to do it. I just mm-hmm. haven't done it in a while. I'm like, who am I trying to impress, cocksucker? It's like a, joint. It's like a blunt. <laughs> I know. I know. I can still fucking pearl a blunt. Mm-hmm. I just haven't done it in a while. Well, I, I brought Excuse blunts me. back in. I, I know. I we, the gate and we had some blunts this weekend. What kind of blunts did you? What kind of blunts did you smoke? Just regular swishers. <laughs> I was watching Keep the it. the episode of Rogan. With uh, Kavanaugh the other day, mm-hmm. or last oh, night yeah. I, was, I was watching it last night, and he's got a fucking like one of the store display boxes of backwoods like right next to him. Oh my god, just rolled? <laughs> just no, not even rolled. Just like for him to grab a wood and roll up a blunt real quick. But he's got the like a bo- he bought a box of fucking backwoods and has him in the studio right next to him. <laughs> That's what's up. That's awesome. I, I I'll only do it for when these guys come over. And uh, I I rolled them because no one no one else had a bunch of weed, right? So I'm like, ah, fuck. I'm gonna keep on packing bowls, or I'm just gonna roll a couple of blunts in the joint. Cause there was what? There's fuck five of us. <coughs> That's what's up. There's five of us here in the room chilling, watching the fight. I had uh, I think I had five guys. I think I had five, five at my house. Six, five or six of us. Well, me would make six. Grilled a bunch of steaks. Ooh. Oh yeah, dude. I had my my grill was entirely full of steak 
And then there was like one little part of it in the front that I had uh, garlic bread wrapped in tinfoil cooking on the grill uh, on the grill while I was making steaks. We got we got the fuck down. Next month, next pay per view is going to be even bigger because it's my birthday. So, Ortega Halloween? No, no. Next month is uh, well, it was just announced today. Okay. Daniel Cormier versus the Black Beast, but we gotta talk about the Black Beast in another account first. Yeah. I. I don't know. We got a lot to unpack just off this card. Should we just fucking get into it? What do you, th- what do you say? Up to you, Captain. I mean, I'm down. I'm down. We got. I mean, Ryan, you want to catch catch everybody up on what's been what's been going on? How's the family? Yeah, how them kids? Well, I see I see the pictures all the time. Right. <clears throat> they, look, they look healthy, alive. Uh oh, Ryan's frozen, and it's a sweet face. <laughs> God, I wish I, I wish I should screenshot it. You still frozen? Yeah. Is he still there? I think so. Ryan. Hey. I don't know. I don't know if I lost him. God I'm damn. still here. I know you're still here. I think we lost him. Let me try to call him again. Mm. Yeah, no, but it's a pretty good card altogether. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's a really good card altogether. Okay, so I don't know where what's going on with Brian. He was to... chopping up, but I thought he was just not moving for a bit. Yeah. No, he dropped off the call. Oh, he's back. David, I got you guys. Yeah, we yeah, got I'm you. Back. Well, I'm here now. There we go. We got you. I'm back on video. I uh, I have just blank screen. <laughs> you have a blank screen? Yeah, I can hear you guys. I just got a blank screen, so. Huh. Oh, well. well at least you got me. Right. At least we have you. Um. Yeah. How's How's the family? I we can hear I can hear the kids in the background. Yeah, they're crazy. Oh, yeah. Nah, they're good. <laughs> how was and, uh, what's up? How was Thanksgiving? Oh, like oh I'm yeah. Just, yeah! What the? I'm still fuck? I'm still eating I leftovers, know. man. I got I made way too much food. Wait, but so it, how, how does that work? Why do you guys have Thanksgiving? Isn't that I don't know. Isn't that ours? Yeah. Well, because we we celebrate uh, you know destroying the native culture as well. Okay. Just in October. Yeah, we I do the month. I earlier. understand that. Okay. Just like a month and three quarters. So I understand. Okay, I understand that. But you guys do have a lot more native people than we do. Yeah. Yeah, we like you know, we somehow some they just kind of like tuck them into corners and they're slowly being allowed to come back out. I don't know. Canada has like that weird history that they don't even talk about. Like pretend it never happened, but Everyone knows it did. Oh, you mean like here where they're writing it out of the fucking history books? Right. We're like, oh, the Indians, they're like, oh, hey, come partake in our land. You can have it. Right. <laughs> That's how it went down. Stop. Yeah, like, 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 well, I mean, like the reservations are still like, 
horrible up here, but no one ever talks about it. Like there's like there's like uh, inquests that are coming out about like like hundreds and thousands of women that like native women that have gone missing, and the cops just look the other way when the complaint is made. Mm. Oh, yeah, that's that's great. Canada's Mexicans. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, good old Canada. Canada. Oh Canada. Yeah, no, I I feasted like a king. I like, like I, said, I always say, it's my favorite day of the year. Yeah, I so there was no meat whatsoever in that, not even in the stuffing. Nope, nothing. I have this. Uh, you know how A and W has like those uh, plant based burgers now that are like the big craze. Mm-hmm. There's another okay. company that does uh, like sausages, like that kind of stuff. No. Um, White Castle's doing right? it. I'm unaware of these things. I don't have a A and W or a White Castle. Okay. There's like an yeah. A and W probably like 45 minutes away, but White Castle's like okay. on the east side of the state for me, so it's closer to Canada in Detroit. Detroit. No, White Castle's been advertising the fuck out of their plant-based burgers. Mm. They're doing it different though because they uh, they use like uh, beet juice that tastes more earthy, so it kind of gives you like that. Meat flavor, you're not just getting like rice and portobellos, and that's it. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, like, they're actually doing like, a good job with these kind of things. So, I found a good uh, company that makes sausages. So, I still will do my German sausage and apple stuffing. So I was happy. I'm not gonna lie, I'm scared as hell to try this shit. Yeah, <laughs> I don't, and it's not, I don't know why because it doesn't seem like there's anything dangerous, but it reminds me of that fucking K2, and I'm not getting tricked. All right. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking spice. Yeah, I got real weeds. Why would I go to that shit? I got real meat. Why am I gonna be eating <laughs> fake meat? Dude, I know it's healthy. I get it. Motherfuckers were dying from that synthetic marijuana shit in Chicago. Yeah, we had... turning into fucking zombies. Yeah, we had dude. Like we have to like we we have to screen for it at my job because so many people That's are doing it. Were I guess? I guess like. I knew people that were doing it a few years ago when you could buy it at the gas station still, like people on probation and shit that wanted to still smoke, but then people started fucking twitching out and sketching out and it got it was illegal here in Michigan, so it Yeah. It disappeared, that, that, but that, that shit was legal at the U of I and it was like right around the corner or like Yeah at the little shop. It was and... legal, yeah. You could buy it at the gas station here. I never had to get tested. But like, these guys had to get tested a couple times, and they had to stop smoking weed. And they're like, well, I could smoke K2. And I'm like, I don't have to, so no thanks. And they would be like, well, it's like weed, but it just doesn't get you there. And I'm like, well, I got weed, so bye. Right. Like, I'll just get there. Thanks. Yeah. yeah, I'm just going to get high. <laughs> yeah, fuck it. <laughs> and not turn into a zombie. Right. And start bleeding, start coughing up blood. What <laughs> <laughs> the fuck, man? How is that appealing? How does anyone want yeah. to do that shit? Oh, I don't know, man. It's a good time. <laughs> yeah, like, hey, you want to invite invite the guys over? We'll have a great time. We'll just fucking sit around, <laughs> cough up some blood, act like zombies. On Halloween? Oh, no, there. just on any other fucking day. Just on a fucking regular old Tuesday. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Oh, man. Yeah. I'm going to take a dab before we get into this fucking craziness, because fuck it. Shit's about to get crazy. How many people did you cook for, Ryan? Uh, 
Originally, I had been cooking for seven, but then all of our plans fell through, and it ended up just being the four of us. Oh, okay. That's why I ended up with, like, so much leftovers, because I went from seven adults down to two. (laughs) So... Like I said, I don't. I do not care. I've been eating leftovers all day yesterday, all day today. My lunch tomorrow. That's what's up. Oh yeah. So weird. You guys celebrate like a whole month before we do. Yeah, I know. Like, like a whole two, almost two months. When we first, yeah, when we first met Ryan, and he first, and he was talking about Thanksgiving, and we we're like, "What the fuck are you talking about?" Well, and that's the thing. Like now that I know, like you know, once I got to know Jeff, I figured, well, I might as well honor him and celebrate Thanksgiving in November as well. I get two Novembers now. That's awesome. I would do the same thing. <laughs> you're welcome, hey, you're, Ryan. You're, welcome. you're more than welcome. October, you can have a have, have a Canadian Thanksgiving, Raph. Nice. I should, yeah, I should have one. I should have one. <laughs> you're like, what the fuck is this guy doing having Thanksgiving? October. <laughs> it's right before you. It's right around your birthday. Yeah, yeah. That's why I'll, I'll, I should take it as both and invite my friends over for Canadian Thanksgiving slash my birthday. There you go. <laughs> yeah, what day was up. it? So it was so it was yesterday for you guys? Uh yeah, yesterday. So is when it always the Well it's whenever you guys have Columbus Day, was it like the like, Okay, okay. Of October. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I wish we could just change it to Canadian Thanksgiving for us. Yeah, I'd rather celebrate that. Mm-hmm. Uh, Rafa, so. Rafa, you got a birthday coming up. Yeah, yeah, I'm not really planning it. The big 3-0, but I'm not even planning anything. It's all downhill from 30. Yeah, that's what I figured. <laughs> Shit, it's all, it was all downhill from 25. <laughs> I'm going to start working out. You know what? 30 is going to be my turning point. I'm going to drop all this weight. I'm going to eat healthy. And I'm going to fucking be the CEO of fucking where I work. I don't want to say where I work. Fuck yeah. No, yeah, don't say but it. But I'm taking over that bitch. I'm yeah. taking over that bitch. That Mike's getting old, and he said, hey, you should be aiming for the plant manager or for my job. And I was like, fuck yeah, motherfucker. Fuck yeah. I was waiting for you to bring this up so I could fucking congratulate you on having some awesome meetings with your owner of the company. Yeah, I went into the last meeting. I forgot what day it was last week. Uh, yeah, Wednesday? Yeah. Wednesday? Wednesday or Thursday. Yeah, I went in there, and uh, we sat down, and he's like, I'm all ears. He didn't say anything besides that, and I'm like, all right. Um, I'm like, I want a lead position. I'm like, I think I'd be great as manager. I'm like, I know a lot of skills. I'm good. I'm a good teacher. I explain very well, and the skills I have learned, I can teach. Uh, I'm like, I think I deserve the lead position, and I'm like, that's it. I'm like, short but sweet. That's all I got, and then uh, we just talked about how we're going to move along with it. And he wants a certain amount of things done, uh, followed through by the plant manager. And if the plant manager doesn't follow through with it, to go see him. And we're going to get it done to where they're going to fast track me. That's what he kept saying. Fast track. Fast track. So he wants me to take the classes. And he wants me to show him my skills in different areas. And, um, well, not even show him, but just polish my skills up in every single area. Because that that's what a plant manager has. That's what a plant manager needs to be. Someone that could fucking step in at the drop of a hat. Switch up, put on a fucking different hat every time. You need me over there? Boom. All right, you need me over here? Let me take off this stupid fucking hat. Put on this one. Boom. Which is what I do now. It would just be to a... I guess... Yeah, it's just me doing all the responsibilities that I see. Not just kind of 
and I, I was doing it to a certain extent, but I didn't want to overstretch myself and not get paid for stuff that I was going to do and just do it for free. So now it's just doing stuff that I see and just doing it. Like, you know, <clears throat> just random stuff. Uh, inventory, I'm going to have to take on a lot of inventory and some paperwork. So it's not a lot, and it's something that I, I, know, I, can, I know I can handle 100%, especially me being a mixed martial artist. Sound like a fucking dickhead saying that, but <laughs> I think I think MMA really helped me out with not only the confidence to speak up for myself, but uh, helped me apply a skill set not only in the mixed martial arts world but in life. Take on all the skills and evolve as a better not only fighter but person. Take that philosophy and apply it to your regular life, and it's helped me out in Acorn a lot. And, Seems like I'm going to be one of their management guys because their management is getting old too. So that really helps out. Hell yeah. Bro. That's, a, that's a good outlook of it too, though. Like how you can take one of your passions and actually like intertwine it to your work so that you can actually, like, you're benefiting off of that and moving forward uh, in the professional world, which is, I don't, I don't think a lot of people would be looking at it that way. That's awesome, man. Thanks, Ryan. Oh yeah, brother. I'm proud of you. Thanks, Jeff. You deserve that shit. You've been busting your ass for that company. Yeah, yeah. Doing a lot of shit, taking mm-hmm. a lot of shit from your fucking supervisor. Yeah, it's like, dude, what the fuck? I just want to be treated fairly. I right. don't want to be fucking treated like a dickhead and then have to ask for the stuff that I deserve. It's like, let's get this shit moving. We talked about this. Let's go. Don't fucking table me and fucking do what you want to do and then not advance me. Yep. It's bullshit. Right, yeah. Yeah, man. Hey, keep on doing more jobs and do other people's jobs. And we talked about future advancement two years ago and nothing's been done. But don't get pissed. Fuck you, ass. I'm going to get pissed. Just keep doing the work. (laughs) Yeah, and it's like maybe, okay, I'll give it to you. Maybe I could have come at you a different way. But you shouldn't have fucking waited two years. Like, what the hell's up with that? Yeah, fuck that shit, dude. Right, yeah, yeah. Because it had already been, like, after the year mark, it had already been brought up again. And we had sat down and had a discussion at a more, like, detailed level. And then at, at that point, it got tabled there, too. It's like, what the fuck, man? It's like, I, of course I'm going to get pissed. It's like, I've been patient. I've been too patient. Yeah, you can't expect me to just sit there and be patient forever. Mm-hmm. You got to fucking and, show me something. And the good thing for and the thing for you, which is as good as that, like, as you're moving up, you can see, you know how you felt being told those kinds of things and being treated those ways that as you're going, you can treat the people below you better and end up with, like, with the staff that's end up appreciating you more because you know what it's like to be treated like a piece of shit or, you know, being given these promises and then nothing happens and all this other stuff. You know how to avoid that because you know you don't want people to feel that like way towards you the way that you felt that way towards, towards yeah. someone else. And you know what's crazy, too? This guy's been there for 12 years. He doesn't speak English. The majority of the workers all speak... I mean, he doesn't speak Spanish. The majority of the workers all speak Spanish. They don't speak English. I speak both pretty fluently. Right. And usually I have to help give instructions to people because... Yeah, usually I'm the one training people because I I speak both and I know what I'm doing. It's like, come on. Even what the owner was, too, is like... He's like, it's pretty. He's like, to tell you the truth, he's like, it's probably our fault as well that you're not in a position a lot higher than you are right now. And I'm like, God damn right. God damn right. Motherfuckers. 
So, I'm Hell happy, yeah, brother. I'm happy. Much deserved. Much deserved. Well, uh, I know you can't see me, but I'm going to uh, raise the beer to you there, Rafa. Okay, awesome. Yeah, I couldn't see it's just <laughs> the group thing. I don't know. Yeah, I see. I see Raf and myself. Raf, do I still? Am I still there for you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, cool. The update worked. Cool. Well, boys, I think it's time we start fucking unraveling this uh, this fucking shit. <laughs> I'm in. I don't know what else to really say. That's yeah. I was say, there's not really anything else you can call it. Really, than that. The the what was UFC two twenty nine? Um, we're gonna start with just breaking down the fight, and then we'll do. Then we'll talk about what what happened after and try to keep it as two separate topics. Um, you mean the, the two twenty nine bonus content that we got? Because everyone yeah. got the Blu ray this Saturday night, right? Right. The the director's cut with the and the extended <laughs> yeah. fucking Blu ray edition shit. Just, just I'll pay seventy bucks for this extended pre for this extended edition. <laughs> right. For, it for leaked, the steel book. It leaked. It leaked. <laughs> it leaked online the night that the fucking the 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 movie hit theaters. Oh man. Jesus. All right. The main event, Habib Nurmagomedov uh, cements himself. <laughs> I, I fucking dominantly uh, submission in the fourth round. I I was way off. Mm-hmm. A lot of people were way off. I, I see. That's the thing. I don't think we were way off. I think we were just rooting for Conor McGregor. True. I, that that's how. When everyone was, and this isn't trying to like cover my ass or anything. When everyone, anyone asked me about this fight, I said my MMA gut goes with Habib, but I'm rooting for Conor McGregor because it's yeah. better for, in my opinion, it's better for MMA. Right. And if it's better for MMA. That's what I want. I I thought I honestly thought Conor would be able, you know, in, in somewhere in the second, third mm-hmm. round, be able to to connect and and put Habib out. But it, you, you and I went into detail about. It's not a blind route. It's not no, a blind route. Not at him. all. Not at all. But you and I, I, I was just gonna say in, in the, our preview and in a lot of people's previews, like that, this scenario was one hundred percent possible. It, it was one hundred percent likely. But also the fact that that you know what happened with the left hand and you know in this fight we saw it. I thought Connor did a good job. In the first of um, not expelling a ton of energy, for trying to get up, and because you know, and then and Kavanaugh went. I, I listened to or watched um, the 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 JRE with John Kavanaugh yesterday, um, and you know, and that was their game plan. Not to if you got, we knew the takedown was coming, so just play the guard game, try not to get beat up. And get tired out because we know he's just going to drag us down all the time. Mm-hmm. Smart, yeah. smart strategy on their part, and and I thought Connor did. He didn't take a lot of shots on the bottom. Habib wasn't wasn't um, you know connecting with his hammer fists or anything like that. It was a lot just control, controlling the legs, 
with his legs, like he like the, the game that he does, the leg lace, you know, and, and trying to advance Connor being able to to do a decent job of getting a leg free and staying at least <clears> in the half guard for a while. Um. Uh, I think the the most surprising thing to me was the shot in the second round when Habib cracked him, yeah, and dropped him. You know, I think that's one of the knowing. First... Uh, no, go ahead, Ryan. Like the, go ahead. It kind of reminded me of the uh, uh, Steepy and uh, and DC. And how DC said, like, you know, they watch the tape and they see, like, the uh, when, uh, when the, they would break the clinch, how he landed a shot. Hey, looking back at it, uh, at that moment, it almost looked like Habib was just waiting for that perfect time when Connor was in a drop. Because he knew, like, going back and watching, you almost just see that like, the second that Connor had his arm down, Habib was already, like, in full force lending, uh, launching that swing. That's the, the advantage a lot of guys that are dominant wrestlers have. Is that they can throw that 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 overhand right has a little bit of an easier chance to land because the threat of the takedowns there, so the hands are a little bit lower right. to try to defend the takedown. I mean that was, you know, a lot of guys that I mean Dan Henderson made a fucking career out of that. The H the H bomb. Yeah. I mean, the H bomb is exactly that. It's you you worrying about the fucking takedown coming, and Dan just throwing an overhand and cracking you in the face, and Habib landed. It was it was perfect. Yep. Kind of recovered well. Mm-hmm. Um, and that goes to kind of show, like, if, if Khabib was a better striker, that probably would have been the beginning of the end in the fight. Yeah. I mean, that's the first time you've really seen, have seen Connor dropped either. Like, like I, dangerous. I think this dropped. is the first time we've seen Connor's ground game, too. We've actually got to see some extent of his ground game. Yeah. And how... And to be honest, I think he's pretty good. I, I do too. And that, I don't think that's being biased, man. When when Khabib went went for those takedowns, he had he had a he had a good plan. Push away the head and keep control of that. Yeah. Keep him from advancing position to keep those t- uh, takedowns <clears throat> weak. And we saw it in the first round. Khabib wasn't able to do a lot. He got a takedown. He got outstruck. But what won him the round was the control. Yeah. Yeah. Second round, he he did a lot better. Got the takedown earlier. But that could have been tiring out Connor a little bit from the first. But we saw at the end Khabib tire himself out with those shots that he was trying to finish uh, Connor with. But then we see more good uh, good ground skills from Connor. Uh, he was able to uh, avoid getting finished by such a dominant guy, and he he hit Connor uh, hard to, uh, a lot, and he had good position. But Connor was able to get out of those positions and get back to guard. Uh, third round, Connor took it. I would say, yeah, I would uh, too. Not, not, not one takedown. And then the fourth round is when uh, Habib kind of turned it on. I think he caught his breath for uh, the whole third. I mean, came back strong. In the yeah, fourth. officially Habib three of seven on takedown attempts. Mm-hmm. That's uh, that's better than I think a lot of people were going to give Connor credit for. Mm-hmm. In, I don't know. I I saw a lot of good things from Connor, even though it was a loss. Great fight by Khabib. We saw what Khabib does all the time. He smashes people. Absolutely. He wrestles the fuck out of people. And uh, 
we see a little bit more defense on McGregor's part, and it might be a little bit different. Might be a little bit different. Well, and, and you know, if you listen to what John Kavanaugh said, yeah, too, more like offense. If he, if he, if they really thought about it, working, you know, spending a little bit more time trying to split the time with offense too. Was, the offense wasn't, and even in that third when he was finally getting loose, like <clears throat> and able to land shots, they they weren't the crisp, precise. You know, he missed quite a bit, and there were you know, just it it and uh, two years out of the out of the fight game, you know, a lot of factors, a yeah. lot a lot of things, but it, it, none of it takes away from the dominance that Habib Nurmagomedov showed Saturday night. Mm-mm. Okay. Yeah, the fight basically, it went basically the way that I figured it would too, because I, I mean, I, I was obviously I'm going for Tim Connor, and I figured that it had to be a first round. Like if it was going to the second round, I felt like it was probably going to end up being a long night for Connor, which it ended up being. Um, but just yeah, like once when you like you said when you see the takedown when once he locks your leg, it's all like you're not getting up. Mm-hmm. Go ahead, Rafa. What were you going to say? I wasn't gonna say anything. Oh, okay, I thought you I thought you had a thought to chime in. Yeah, it, <clears throat> Habib did what Habib does, but I also yeah. I I thought listening to the the watching the fight, listening to the strategy idea and and what they were trying to do, I thought they were doing a good job of it. Habib was definitely tired. Yeah. After the third, yeah, missing. Well, I think it was after the second when he wasn't. Second, no, but sh- after the third, you could see him puffing too. Well, he that's was really, the third because he was taking more shots, mouth, taking yeah. more shots, and and missing those takedown attempts and stuff like that. So, um, that definitely tired him out. So I thought, I I thought that that they did a good job of executing their game plan. Um, outside of you know before he took that shot. You know, before that overhand right cracked him, he hadn't really been hit a lot. Obviously, he took he took more damage from that, and then the sub- subsequent shots of Habib trying to finish him. <clears throat> that overhand right, people wanted to like, oh, look, Khabib striking is better. No, no. And I've seen it out there, and people are dumb. People are dumb as shit because they picked Khabib and he landed that right. Look, he won. I get it, but that that was a matter of Connor not wanting to get taken down and being more Concerned. worried about the takedown. Yep. Yeah, and uh, less defense in the striking. It's it's dumb. People yeah, are I was, dumb. I was, talking to, I was talking to a buddy kind of said the same thing. He goes, you know, you know, this shows that Khabib does have striking that's on par with Conor McGregor. So I did what, like what you were saying with the takedowns. I, Jeff, I turned around right to him and said, okay, so McGregor blocked more takedowns than Khabib was able to land. So was Conor a better wrestler then than Khabib because... Numbers show that he would be. Right, I'm like, it It's like it's like you can't say that Khabib landed one shot on Connor and all of a sudden he's he's the best striker to ever grace the octagon. It's like shut up. Like we get like, okay, you don't like the guy. Does it mean that, that Khabib is a better striker? It's like easy. That that one shot reminded me a lot of uh Chael Sun and Anderson Silva. Does that mean Chael yeah, Sun is a better striker than Anderson Silva? Right. Exactly. Yeah, that's right. It, to me, it, to me, it was very, very similar in the way that he caught Anderson and Anderson stumbled back, and then the way that Connor got caught and he kind of like tripped back as well and stumbled back. It, rhymed, yeah, it reminded like, me a lot of that. 
Yeah, as I say, it, 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 uh, I can picture it as you were saying that. Like, it's it is true. Like, it's almost as much of the shock that they ate the shot as much as the shot did the damage. Mm-hmm. Kind of thing. Like they're trying to like back up and it's like, oh wait, what? And then you kind of go down, but you're not. You weren't going to be out cold. You were just caught and surprised. And you recovered well. And it's yeah. the first. It's. I mean. I know it. it we're, we're doing a lot more pointing out the the good things that Connor did in the fight instead of, but it, it, when it comes to trying to talk about what Habib did, it's takedown control. Yeah, Wrapped up the legs with his legs. Yeah, it was takedown control. Position. In the second round, he landed some strikes that did some damage, including the overhand right. Again, fourth round, takedown control. Bad positioning on Connor's part. Good advancement on Habib's part. Neck neck crank. Done. And I love uh, something uh, telling you, <laughs> Jeff. Like I was listening to uh, the Tony Kornheiser talking about the show, uh, or the fight. Sorry, and he was talking about the uh, reverse naked choke. First of all, that was, I love that one. Reverse naked, not really naked. Yeah. That's- and they said that you could see that Conor McGregor was about to pass out because he couldn't breathe. And I'm like, you know that his arm was on his jaw, not underneath his, like, on the neck. You'd be like, like these people, that all these people that go out there now and they're talking about this fight. Well, everybody's they, an expert they, now. Well, that's it. Like, like, you walk in there and you hear, like I said to you, Jeff, these guys get told six, seven, eight different variations and they put it together as if they know what they're happening. He says, I didn't watch the fight, but here's what I was told. So here's what happens. Like, no, like, if you didn't watch the fight and you don't know the fight, don't, don't talk about the fight. Who, you, don't ha- you don't have to. Like, you're doing a disservice to the sport and to yourself. And you're like, fucking like Skip Bayless talking about Nate Diaz being a sumo wrestler. Oh, God. Oh, God. Or, or, or back when Connor and, and Nate were getting ready to fight again and uh, Shannon Sharp said Nate, Nate Diaz couldn't make 155. Yeah, that's right. It's like Colin like just... Colin Cowherd giving an opinion on on MMA. It's just shut the fuck up. The great Dude, we thing we've seen a lot more. Not really because all those guys are Fox and UFC is going to ESPN. So yeah, <laughs> Skip, yeah, all those guys are Fox. Skip Shannon. Fucking, they're all Colin. Cowherd. They're all Fox. So they were they were all ESPN though. No, except uh, Shannon, right? No, I think Shannon was. was I think Shannon was on ESPN's NFL team for a while. Was yeah, yeah, yeah. They were all they were all ESPN. Most of Fox Sports, like F, like when they launched FS1 and shit, like those people, a lot of them are all old ESPN employees. Because Fox, was, they got Ariel, but they're not even like giving him a chance on the. Oh yeah, main Dana. Dana won't. Fucking, Dana won't talk to Ariel. No. No. Ever, <laughs> so um, <clears throat> as far as the fight itself goes, anybody got anything else they want to they want to throw out there before we we get into to part two? Um, I don't think this diminished Connor Star. We saw him lose against Nate, and I think. Nate's loss was a worse loss because we saw him get boxed up and then choked out. Right. I don't think it right. was even with that over. I don't count that. Like I count that as Connor 
not being a, like not taking that into his striking into consideration because he was scared or not scared, but he was more fearful of the takedown. And to your point, Raph, like like Connor also did like that weak takedown attempt on Nate. Like that one looked a lot worse. Oh yeah, that was a that he was getting beat up in desperation Mm -hmm. takedown. It was yeah, but and and, then just kind of read it where you guys are saying like it like what what do you expect from Khabib? Like you know, like you said, like you're talking the praise of Connor and and not really saying much about Khabib. But this that just he reminds me a lot of GSP from back when he was dominant. It was takedown, ground and pound win the fight that was it it wasn't until like the johnny hendrix fight or the bisping fight where all of a sudden it was like you had something positive to say about the gsp fight and i think that khabib i mean he has the potential that's just take him down ground and pound maybe a submission or just a dominant 40 50 45 win like it's there's nothing really to say about khabib he does he does what he does it got him the title props to him but he's not going to be selling out madison square gardens the way that connor did no, I mean that's just the nobody. The fact. I like, mean Tony's not either. That's I mean ne- neither one of them are selling out arenas. Nobody in that division is. But um, no, like like you said, Raph, I don't I don't really think it does diminish his star. People are still gonna flock to see the, him fight again. And yeah. like I I thought the I, I haven't really said this like at all, but it, it's just like in my head I've thought about like. You know, everybody mocking him, all the casuals just so happy he lost and all this other shit. But remember what happened the last time he lost and mm-hmm. got mocked and yep. everybody said he was done. And He came back even bigger. Exactly. Won the fucking two belts and then went out and fought Mayweather. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, I mean, it's like, and, then, and still, like, you know, He's walking to the bank, the loser, with fifty-seven million dollars, and Khabib still hasn't got a paycheck. So, right, <laughs> you, tell, you tell me who won. <laughs> um, what? So, taking out, taking aside what we're about to get into next, what do you think should be the next fight for each one of these guys? Do you do you go rematch? Do you think Tony should fight Habib? Connor should fight somebody Tony, else. Tony, Tony could be, for me, like as long as there's no suspension, like you said, if it's just straight up, they're ready to go. I say, I mean, you have to do Tony could be because yeah. he was the interim champ before he broke his leg or uh, tore his knee, rather. I mean, and for the first time ever, they stripped an interim champion. They never seem to do that. They seem to want more belts. Right. So, I mean, I think, I think Tony deserves... That shot, especially after the performance that he put out, getting like the way that he came back at the end of that second round, um, and if Pettis heals up, I wouldn't be mad to see Pettis and Connor. I think that could be a fun, uh, a fun striking match. That was thrown out there. Um, Joe actually suggested that to John Kavanaugh. John Kavanaugh liked the idea of the fight, but he doesn't. He knows that Connor's not going to go for it. Nate Connor. Connor wants a fight that's going to excite him, and and Anthony Pettis doesn't excite him. No, we we might get a Nate Connor three. Nate Connor's a fight you could make happen, depending on yeah. well, even depending <laughs> even if 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 uh, Poirier beats Nate, you could still do um, Nate Connor. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because and those guys shown that they can main event a card with no title on the line, right? And sell the 
insult the fuck out of it. Like they've they've shown that they can do it. So right. Yeah. Yeah, I, I think I think Ferguson it, it deserves the, the the title shot. I'm I'm afraid of them making that fight happen because it's fucking cursed and we're over goddamn what four. Yeah, for four. So, and a couple of them, Ryan put the Dempsey death touch on. I I, I will. Say, <laughs> I will say though, you know, aren't you responsible um, for at least two? I think two. Uh, the tiramisu one and the torn knee one. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. The last two. So. Yeah, the last two. Good job, the buddy. Most recent. The most recent. But the, uh, but it, they were I who I heard it, but I guess uh, Khabib was walking around at like one seventy five. Like two weeks before the fight with Connor, so I mean, if he's serious about his weight, he's not walking around at 190. I mean, he he has the potential to be able to make weight. And if Pony just takes off his damn sunglasses and sees the wires on the ground, you know, we got the fight. Book it. Yeah, I think that's what. I think that's what makes sense. Yeah. All right. That makes the most sense. Well, let's unravel this this ball of shit a little bit farther. So oh, here we go. Here we go. <clears throat> so Habib gets the neck crank. Uh, Connor taps. Habib holds on to it a little longer. Uh, Herb Dean. Well, that's because Jeff. That's uh, sorry, cut Jeff. That was because. Um, that was an illegal move. Connor tapped on the arm. That means that this submission doesn't actually count. You have oh. to tap three times on the mat. Don't quote that fucking dumb lady <laughs> no, who no, had no idea who she, the fuck she was talking about. Talking, dude. So, Ralph, you, oh, for, was for, it a troll? For, no, 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 no. I for, don't know what you're talking about. But okay, it sounded like so a troll. here for context, so you can actually go yeah. look this up later. If you go onto my onto my uh, fucking profile, my friend Hank posts this video about um, Connor cheating and stuff like that, and he was asking me about it. And this lady throws her two cents in and talking about how <laughs> Habib was cheating, and the the referee fucked up on pinning rules, and it it it, it wasn't really a tap because he tapped on the arm and not the mat three times, and he only tapped two times. And I woke up to this shit this morning, and all I said was, I don't know what the fuck she's talking about. And that was When it. I started saying that, oh, my God. I was like, what the fuck? Like, where did you get your MMA rules from? Right. That lady didn't know what the fuck she was talking about. But anyway, so Habib holds on to it a little longer, gets up, screams at him, runs across the cage, chucks his mouthpiece at Dylan Dennis. Fucking starts jawing at him, jumps over the cage, and fucking double foot stomps onto Dylan Dennis. I'm, I'm sorry. I'm sorry, Jeff. He coup de gras him, okay? The for those WWE for the yeah. WWE fans. Coup de gras? It's, yeah, it's coup de gras. Who's Finn, oh. ba- Finn Balor's uh, finisher? Oh, my bad. He stomps him from the top rope. My bad. Okay. So he stole an Irishman's finisher? Yeah, he stole the Irishman's finisher. That's. Dude, it's deeper than... Oh, I'm going deep with this one. <laughs> Conspiracies. He stole an Irishman's move We're going from deep, the WWE. Cocksuckers. And the most WWE guy in the UFC, besides Brock Lesnar. 
Right, right. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Besides Brock Lesnar. Besides. But, Brock. yeah. Uh, fucking Melee ensues. Uh, Dylan, Dennis, Habib get into it. Um, Habib's manager takes us, one of his managers, not Ali, takes a swing at Dylan. Um, Melee breaks out in the cage. Panda fucking monium. Um, so, so the melee in the cage. If I if I have it correct, from all the angles I've seen, and everything I've seen, Khabib jumps out, does his super eat flying eagle kick at um at Dylan, right? And, and then a guy in black. I'm not sure exactly who from Khabib's team. Yep, jumps in as well. To I believe he was going to go help Khabib. And that's the shortest distance to get to Khabib. Connor saw that, hit him. Yep. And then they got separated. Someone else from Khabib's team came in, and him and Connor got in a scuffle. I'm not sure about that one. Who incited that? Well, one? the the guy. I think the guy that he hit after they got separated broke away from okay, from guy. somebody else and ran around. Okay. And hit Connor at the same time as the guy in the red. Okay, jumped yeah, into then, the cage and sucker punched Connor. Another one of Khabib's yeah, team. Another one of Khabib's Wait, team. One of I think the one that jumped in from behind had stated on a video beforehand that he was going to do this. It was premeditated. Yeah. So that's why a lot of people were saying that I this did might not know that. Premeditated. I did not see that. Yeah, I heard about that yesterday yesterday or like yes. last night or this morning. Yes. I heard something about that. Okay. So the guy uh the guy posted a video about going in the ring and smacking Connor, and then he put a second one bragging about doing it. So and he premeditated I, that. I don't know if I have my stories mixed up, but the one who admitted to hitting him was supposedly fighting Artem Lobov. He's off the card now. And he's he's at the organization now. <laughs> yeah, off the organization. I'm pretty sure two of them were, were in the organization and are no longer. One of them... Yeah. I can't One's remember. a cousin, wasn't it? Yeah. So, um, yeah. Sorry. To me, to me, the initial Khabib kaboom was a bitch move. Him exploding from Dylan Dennis talking shit. To me, that was the bitchiest move out of all of them. After that, I can't blame Connor for hitting anyone that jumped in the ring. Fuck no. Oh, for sure. Especially from Khabib's team. Khabib's not yeah. even in the ring anymore, and his team's jumping in. I get it. You're going to go help him. But the other guy went in and punched Connor, and Connor has no idea what's going on. If you've ever been in a bar and a, a fucking fight breaks out, chaos ensues, and you have no idea what's going on. Fuck yeah. Everyone's fighting. Yep. People are getting pushed over and getting pulled into the chaos. You can't blame Connor for thinking they were going in to attack him after after Khabib fucking flew out of the ring like an eagle. Fuck no. You can't you can't blame him. Well, you see, and that's where the, you see back in the day those, fucking get, pro wrestlers knocking motherfuckers out when they jump in the ring. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, they, there's the there's the video circulating everywhere. It's like proof that Connor threw the first punch, and it shows Connor in the cage, and the guy jumps up beside him and swings at him, and so it's like, well. Okay, Connor threw the first <laughs> Why was Connor on the cage? Because everyone else was trying to jump out the cage and he was trying to get there to help. Like you said, Rav, like, you just, like, when, like, 
when you see someone that you know is from uh, is the rival team and he's there and there's a fake break in the crowd, it's you're defending yourself. Mm-hmm. You, you punch punch first, ask questions later. Like I don't know how anyone could actually say that Connor started all the problems in the octagon because he threw the first punch when if, if was, was dive bombed into the into the crowd. If Connor was Herb Dean. And Herb Dean started knocking out people. I'd be like, yeah, you can blame Herb Dean. I don't know how the fuck he's punching people. But even then, you could be like, well, I was protecting the fighter in the ring, and these guys are crazy. I don't know who they were. But, like, Conor McGregor was on the opposing team, and people are jumping into the octagon after a polarizing figure just lost. It's like. Right. And after a guy just fucking eagles stomped out into the ring. Yeah. Did the double double talon (laughs) jump into Dylan Dennis. Yeah, like, there's no like, uh, there's no way you can say that Connor's responsible. Like, they, uh, there's three. There, it is UFC, Khabib, and Connor all to blame. But the melee only breaks out because Khabib has to jump into the crowd. Absolutely. I mean, like, and everyone everyone says like, you know, Connor did this and did that. I'm like, fuck it. This isn't the first time that people have talked shit about nationality or about a, a family member. Like, they don't just jump to the crowd all of a sudden for the fight. Like, like, there's, like, it's ridiculous, like. And Khabib wants to speak of honor and respect. Yeah. This is not honor or respect out of a martial artist. What the fuck is he talking about? That's not what a martial artist, a martial artist doesn't win and then have to get physically pulled off by the referee because you did not want to let go. You want to break the man's jaw. And then you jump out of the ring and you try to fucking double dragon kick a guy in the head. That's not respect. That's not being a martial artist. That's not being anything that Khabib is trying to blame Connor for and giving into the dark side. He's giving into his fucking anger. Right. That's it. To me, that's not a martial art uh, attribute. That's not something characteristic of a martial artist. That's not honest. Exactly. No. Not the thing that he preaches won. about. Yeah, you won. You you dominated the fight the way you wanted to. You 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 got him to tap. You, Guess what? You you want you want to talk about how Connor talk 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 talk. He said what he was gonna do, and you said what you were gonna do. Guess who won? Right. There's yep. no need. You for did. It. And you shut him up already. Here's well, and everyone that's coming out. Everyone that's coming out now and saying, "Well, you know what? Connor shouldn't have." Uh, Connor was just disrespectful time with his dad and his religion and all that stuff. It was like three weeks ago when he did all that stuff. You were laughing and saying, "Oh, Connor, you know, doing what he does." And now the Khabib comes in and says, "You know, he shouldn't have done it." You're saying, "Yeah, Connor should not have done that." All right. What, like, it's a like, come on. What is Khabib yeah. talking about? Uh, Connor throw Dali. Why you not speak this? It's like, what do you mean? He went to court. Like, it's not, the judge yeah. did what he did. I, I don't yeah. control what the judge does. Right. So here's here's the thing, though. Like, and I've had to have this this argument because everyone, so they want to point at the Dolly incident. Okay. The Dolly incident was a fucking igniter of a lot of shit with this and, and what the reason why this fight happened. But step back and look at what caused the Dolly incident. Mm-hmm. Yep. Okay. Yeah, the Harlem Lobov got spanked. He got bitch made. Right. You and a, you and a bunch of your, right. You yeah. and a bunch of your boys fucking 
ganged up on Artem and and talked a bunch of shit. Where's Connor? Where's Connor? Where's Connor? Connor came fucking came to and, see you. And to be it's a culture clash. It's a culture clash that Khabib doesn't understand. He can't be doing these things. Because even after the fact, he came back in. Connor had already left. He had already been escorted to the back. Khabib was demanding to get crowned. Pretty yeah. much he wanted Give to Give me my belt. belt. Give me my belt. Put the belt on me and announce me the winner. And he was pretty stern with with Dana White. And Dana's like, look, I can't put the belt on you. These people are going to throw things in the ring and there will be a riot. And you know what Khabib said? I don't <laughs> care. I don't care. I don't care. I'm ready for this. Give me give me my belt. Give me my belt. Dana did Dana refused. Khabib looked hurt. He want he really wanted his moment, but you do not deserve a moment when you guess what? That was your moment. What you just did? Fucked that up your, was moment. your moment. Yeah, you fucked you up your moment. You don't get this moment. You don't get the honorable moment. After you cause the unhonorable moment, you don't get that. That's you're, you're not you're not that you, you you can't have that. That's taken away. Sorry. That's first champion to ever leave without the belt, right? Dude, I was utterly confused. Uh, I thought it was going to be. A- I know that Dana Dana might not have put the belt on people. It was Spider and was Stipe in the past, but they at least received the belt when they like. I can't. I was thinking about it. I can't. Ima- I can't remember a time when the champion did not receive the belt in the ring in some way, shape, or form. Yeah, I, I don't. I, I was confused, dude. I thought it was going to be a disqualification because the yeah. belt wasn't put on him. And I'm like, "Whoa, what's going on here?" I'm like, "I've never. I I had never seen this." I'm like, "Is the commission going to call a DQ because of unsportsmanlike conduct or some bullshit?" I'm like, "Are they going to call something like that where they're they're going to strip him and?" Is that why they're not put? I was confused because I was high as fuck, too. We've been smoking for a while. Oh, yeah, me too. Dude, I was so fucked up. Yeah, we, I was like, wow. We smoked so many joints and fucking dabs. Mm-hmm. Saturday, fuck. Yeah, I, I was too high for that shit. I like other people. I was talking to a buddy today, and he was saying how, you know, well, this is all Connor's fault. I mean, He's like, look at Connor's history. You know, Connor's gone into it in in Vegas before. He threw the water bottles. Look at his history. I, I was gonna say, I dropped your little nugget there with the World Series of Fighting. I said, and he says to me, he goes, "Well, that's different, though." Like, how is it different? Khabib has a history. Connor I'm, has, I'm you know pretty sure because he's Team Khabib, right? Yeah, they're just they. Yeah, once they hit on Connor, that's it. Like I'm, Connor's gonna be responsible for everything from here on out. I'm no fairly what. sure there was an incident at Bellator too. I wouldn't be surprised. Like, Habib has a history of starting shit. That brawl at WSOS started in the arena and spilled out into the streets. And it just, I mean, it's from three years ago, so everybody forgot about it. And Habib was, I think, injured at the time, too. Habib could say he's respectful. He can say he's this and that. And he's he's a great fighter, uh, one of the best at 155. But I think we we saw what he really was when he was dealing with Dana and we saw, I, I wouldn't say like him snapping was what he really is. I would say him, how he was acting when he was angry with Dana. I don't care. I want my yeah. health. This is my moment. I don't care. Remind me of a spoiled child. Yeah. Oh dude. I want, I want this. Yeah. I want this. Give me my belt. And, and it's funny because 
a lot of these people that were saying, oh, Khabib, Khabib didn't get affected by uh, Connor's trash talk. And I'm like, no, nah, I think he did. And like, oh, well, you're full of shit. He didn't show anything. And I'm like, all right. Well, I'm like, I think he did. I I did say it because I did um I did like a, a little I tried I tried a solo episode by myself on Saturday. Mm-hmm. I haven't listened to it. I don't know how it sounds, but I was really high, and I did like forty <laughs> minutes of just kind of an extended preview of the fight. And uh, I I actually I said that I thought Connor had a psychological edge until Friday night. I thought the way that I thought him going after Habib Friday night at the weigh-in, like the with the kick and all that, with the kick, well, just smacking him and going after him, and then the kick, and yeah, the way and Habib just stayed there, calm, cool, and collected. It, it I kind of felt like that was a that was a win for Habib. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, that's the other thing I had uh, talk like this guy like. Tell me how Connor's, like, you know, they, he just wants to start things, and he pointed out the, the way and kick and all that. He says, like, you don't see that with other people. And I was like, yeah, no, except for Derek Lewis at the same way in show. Like, these things happen, like, they, again, like like you, like you said, like he, they're blind to everything unless it's Connor McGregor, in which case it's just keep on attacking. I mean, sure, like, and he may have done a lot of things in the past to warrant it, but... You like leave separate events separate, and don't be afraid to look at everything. Like UFC promoted the crap of it with the dolly. Khabib jumped into the octagon. Connor said some things that obviously got under his skin. There's you can't just put it all on one person. There's two parties involved, not one. No, I, I mean everybody's to blame in, the, yeah. in this and their part in this. But you know, it it, no, I found, uh, it it definitely is a black eye on the sport. I mean, I haven't I haven't seen anything from Felice Herrig. I know she was like really anti Connor and wanting to see him lose, but I haven't heard her say anything. I just wondered if uh, if she got her pay per view check. Hmm. Once you once you get that pay per view check and Connor did all that work to get you that money, suddenly you keep your mouth shut. She did get beat though, so she probably won't be on the next pay per view. No. Soon to get dropped down. So Dana, Dana said he's not going to strip Habib. Which is, I mean, I what what because he, he had said what if it's a lengthy suspension, right? That was the the only way he would strip him originally. They were they were really trying to get it out of him. They they kept on asking him, kept on asking yeah, him. Yeah, they and asked kept on him saying, a lot. Uh, at, at the yeah, like, conference, and he was real vague on it. And he was, yeah, he was just trying to say, like, well, if it's, oh, he just didn't say it, but it's like, if it's over, over a certain point, I'm going to have to. But he didn't want to come out and say that shit. Right. That night, he's like, look, we need to figure shit out. We need to see what goes well, on. I mean, and like, and again, like, I think the reason behind that is what uh, Vegas suspends Khabib for, say, say two years. Just say it's something outrageous. Oh, you just have you just have Khabib fight for the belt in California or in New York or in Russia or in Germany. Like there's he just doesn't fight in Vegas. What do you do? You is... still fight other places. Uh, uh, yeah. I mean, that, that was the same thing with Connor when Connor and the and the water ball incident. They're like, "Oh, he's not fighting here." And Connor said, "Okay, well, I'm gonna be in Madison Square Gardens in two months." So 
of fun. Well, at first he said he wasn't going to fight in Vegas again, and then Vegas dropped his suspension. Uh, yeah, the fine Vegas down. knows the money lies. <laughs> right. <clears throat> um, it all could have been avoided. It was completely avoidable, um, you know. No matter what, in say what you want about Connor, though, but at least no matter what, no matter how heated of a rivalry he has with people, leading into the fight, you know when he wins, he's respectful about it. Mm-hmm. Well, and I mean, yeah, like he, like to to Jose. I mean, even even you can say in defeat when he lost to Nate Diaz. Yeah, he gave credit to Nate Diaz, and then after when they after two hundred two after that war that they went through, and after everything that happened leading up to that fight, uh, Connor finished the finished the fifth round. He was on the ground, and Nate picked him up, and they hugged. I mean, so it's like that. There, that's where that's who you respect. That's that's your true martial artist. You want to scream and yell because you're pumped up. Fine, I get that. Don't go flying into the crowd as someone. I, I think uh, Ryan put it best where he said, "I think we're all to blame." The UFC, Dana, well, Dana White being the UFC, the fans, Connor, Khabib. I, I was for this show. Yeah, I, I like WWE. I know that the, the entertainment thing sells. And guess what? This is going to bring more eyes to the sport. I know it's a black eye, but black eyes go away, and there's better days. And this is the work. Look, look what happened with um, Derek Lewis, which we'll get into. Yeah, but he gained so much more followers just from being on the Connor on the Connor pay per view. Yeah, yeah. Uh, on Twitter and on Instagram, like there's a Connor effect. Just uh, Ryan mentioned it with uh, Felice and her check. Everyone that was on the pay per view is going to get fucking paid. Yep. It's just well, not. And that's the other thing too. Like when it comes to could be like everyone said that there was a, a thing a poll somewhere said like should there be an immediate rematch? And I said you know like fucking right. I mean, you know how much money you're going to make on a rematch? Like, oh well, Connor Connor just lost. You can't just give him the title a, a title shot. Like, have you watched UFC in the past three, four years? They don't care if you're on a ten fight winning streak. Yeah, it's all can. about who makes the most money. That's what that. That's all they care about. It, it, well, it, it sucks, man. Because I, I, again, I'm caught in the middle. I like WWE and I like UFC. I like the martial artist a- aspect of it, but I like the entertainment aspect from WWE. But the UFC needs that. WWE aspect of entertainment in order to sell and get more fans to get big enough to keep going and to sell in other markets and get huge and pay their fighters what they deserve. But it 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 stayed it kind of got unchecked. It got unchecked and we were fine with it. The UFC was fine with it. Everyone was fine with it, and Conor was winning. And as long as Conor won, I think we we're gonna ride it till I. Look, I have no, I have no problem with it. We're, I, I'm still going with it. I'm watching all, I'm watching Connor's fights oh, from here on yeah. out. Like, I, yep. I think we're riding this fucking bus till all the fucking wheels fall off, or he calls it quits. Connor even still, is the wheels a fall off. You don't push that bus. Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah we'll, we'll push that fuck. Connor has a nation behind him, and he has fans. <laughs> that, 
that's undeniable. Like losses haven't deterred him. Look what happened after after Nate. He won two titles. Went on to fucking make so much money. The most money he's ever made in his career with Mayweather. After that, he came back to the UFC and made the most money he's made in the UFC and possibly sold the most pay per views. Got to promote his whiskey with the company. Right. Yeah. He, on the oct- uh, octagon, like it was everywhere. I was like, good God. And he's lost his last three, and his star's not diminished at all. And he can easily come back and get a tune-up fight and be just right back up there, being talked about in a title shot or at 165 for a new title. Oh, like it yeah. can happen. <laughs> like yeah. it's not out of the realm. Like I, I don't think Connor's done whatsoever. I think people are are taking their shots right now, and they better shut the fuck up when he comes back around. That's all well, I'm that's, saying. That's funny you say that because. Uh, uh, part of the interruption yesterday, they they briefly talked about it. Wilbon even said, if Connor loses his next fight, that's it. He has no more chances. I'm like, eh, I wouldn't go that far because as long as he keeps talking, people are going to want to see him shut up. Yeah. Yep. Like that's fact. Like people love it. People want to see the big talker get his mouth shut. I think he comes back stronger. Oh, I want to see Khabib fight again too. I like Khabib. He's probably already been in the gym. Yeah, I just you just don't hear Khabib talk. That's the thing. His well, he talks, you just can't but... understand him. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, so yeah, it's why gonna... are you no entertained, Jeff? Huh? <laughs> why are you no entertained? <laughs> why you why Connor only entertained? Khabib entertains me. I like Khabib. I just can't understand him because he doesn't speak very good English. Uh, so, yeah, it's going to, you know, obviously the, the Nevada State Athletic Commission has to sort everything out. Who knows when we'll see Habib again? Who knows when we'll see Connor again? I mean, Nathan Poirier fight next month. So we could see. Is that one confirmed? I keep on hearing that it's not confirmed, and it is confirmed that it isn't. Like, it's, it's not it's confirmed. And everything. It's not confirmed for the 165 pound title. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so they're they're set to fight, just not. Yeah. They just don't know what what weight class they're. Yeah, Dana's like they're fighting. He's like they're fighting at, at 155. 155. Yeah. Like, the contract signed for 155. Yeah, it's set. I don't know what to tell you guys. They're not fighting for the 165 pound title. That's not a thing. They would have been fighting for that title if Connor won on Saturday because then they would have set up Poye or Diaz versus Connor in the super fight. I don't, I don't think that's what they're waiting for. Maybe. Maybe. Coming event, the fight of the night. Uh, Tony Ferguson gets the knockout win of Anthony Pettis in the second round. Uh... I thought Pettis fucked up. Pettis looked a little... I mean, he looked... He was getting picked apart for a little while. And then I thought he was starting to figure some shit out. He looked more impressive in the striking than I expected him to versus Tony. But I thought Pettis definitely fucked up when he dropped Tony and followed him down and said, you know, should have tried to get up and, and forced Tony to get back up before the... the the fight getting stopped was fucked up in its own right, but 
I, I thought I thought Pettis should have let Tony get back up when he was still dazed pretty good and continued to pepper him with shots like he was doing and yeah. blow him away. I was impressed by Pettis, to be honest. I, I was. I was imp- I, I expected I expected Tony to be far more dominant yeah. um on the feet than he was. I thought I thought Anthony was doing a good job of landing shots on Tony. Um I mean dropping him fucking just crap. I thought he broke his jaw. I I think we didn't take his leg injury into account that much and I thought that's why we thought he would have dominated so much more in our opinion. Maybe he Maybe did. He was, was slow. He was slow to start and limping a little bit. Anthony was kicking that knee, you know, playing it smart. But um, yeah, he definitely was a little bit slower of a start coming in. See, I was uh, I was opposite of you guys. I was actually thinking that Pettis was going to come out and just like pick him apart fast. I I honestly thought that six months after that injury was way too soon. And when like I was like amazed at what he did after like. Give him a couple of months to recover and let the knee get stronger. And I mean, I think Khabib could be looking at a bad matchup. <clears throat> yeah. 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 I, um, you know, always, I always thought Khabib was a really bad matchup for Tony, but I don't know. Anyway. I don't, yeah. I definitely don't think that was Tony at 100%. Still. No, definitely yeah. not. Definitely not. You saw that emotion to an. Uh, I mean, it sucks that it ended on a broken hand. Yeah. But uh, to see Tony break down like that, to come back all that way, uh, I wish he could have got a finish, because then that reaction would have been a lot more like, like pure, for Pettis to have to retire due to a broken hand really just sucks. But it's the fight game. Yeah, I mean, and good. I I thought it was a good call on. On Duke Rufus's part, you know, you know yeah. your fighter better than anyone. <clears throat> and then, yeah, nah, it was I was, I, yeah, because I was, uh, I was like confused. When I was watching it at the time just because like Pettis was bleeding, but it wasn't, it didn't look like it was bad spots, bad cuts. So when they waved the fight off, and I was just like, I was talking to Kara at the time, so I couldn't really hear what was going on. And then when I had heard it with the broken hand, I was like, oh, okay, yeah, that. Oh yeah, I heard I heard Duke say to him, you know, I I am not sending you out there with one hand. He and kept, props to him because he kept the, asking the him. He was like, he was like, is it broken? And Anthony's like, yeah, I, I, I'm pretty sure it's broken. I I I can probably maybe. He was like, can you fight? And Anthony was kind of trying to think about it, and he was like, I'm not sending you out there like that. Not against Kukui, man. Nah. Not against Kukui. Not especially the way that that round was starting to finish off. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I didn't like the stoppage um, after Anthony knocked Tony down. Yeah, yeah. Again, the, the the like the recovery time and stuff like that that Tony got off. That I I thought that was stupid. I didn't get that decision by Herb Dean. Or not Herb Dean? Who was that? Was that uh, Tan Dan or Jason Herzog? One of the two. I don't remember. Yeah. One of the two, but no, no. Congrats to Tony. I think I think he deserves a yeah. title shot. You want to come say hi? Yeah, he deserves a title shot. Here. 
Say hi. No, you can't wave, Connor. You gotta actually speak. <laughs> <laughs> What's up? Yeah. You want to say say bye? Say bye. And keep waving. Yeah. Okay. Go see mommy. Go see mommy. I'll be, I'll be right out. Hey, puppy. I'll be right out. Sorry, guys. Oh, you're all good, brother. Don't don't yeah. worry. No Just worries. Just a little knock at the door and said. <laughs> I heard. I heard the daddy. <laughs> um. Yeah. Tony. Tony deserves a title shot. Yeah. Uh. Third fight of the main, main card, Dominic Reyes gets the decision win over over St. Peru. Goddamn, great performance by Dominic Reyes on on a big stage. Yeah, it's a big name. And this is this, that was one of those uh, St. Peru performances, Jeff. That me and you used to always talk about. He'd go on like these like ridiculous winning streaks, and then he put out this performance. I mean, I'm not taking anything away from Reyes. I know nothing about him enough to really make a statement, you know, but same. No, yeah, yeah, yeah. He looked off. He just didn't look like he wanted to be in there on that given night. Nah. Yeah, exactly. Sometimes it looks like he turns the switch on. Sometimes it looks like he kind of forgot to. This is one of those nights. And that's not taking anything away from Reyes. It just might have been that he couldn't get into his rhythm. He couldn't turn the light switch on. He couldn't get into his normal flow. And this guy kept on disrupting him and fucking him up and, well, it had yeah. to be because if you just let him, you, if you just let him do whatever he's going to do, he's, yeah, I I felt like Reyes did a good job of disrupting Owens, not letting him get into rhythm, rhythm being in his face, putting pressure on him. Yeah. Reyes, and that's what you have to do, you know. Like if 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 your opponent, if you're if you're still like trying to create that name for yourself, and you're giving a, a, like a big name in the UFC, and he's not really putting out the performance that he normally does. Fuck, you got you take full advantage of that because that's how you get your name out there even more. Exactly. And that's now Reyes is going to be looking at staying on the pay per view. Maybe he'll be co-main eventing a fight card, uh, uh, a fight night card. Uh, maybe headlining a fight night card. Like this is that's what you have to do. You got to take you got to take advantage of what's given to you. And props to him for doing that because yeah, Saint Prue didn't look like he wanted to be in there, and Reyes said, "All right." Especially at two hundred five, it's fucking not real deep. No, not real. Some deep. talent, and you just beat a gatekeeper. So yeah, props to Rez. Oh, get ready, motherfucker! <laughs> right, get ready, cause you now now you're gonna hit the the fucking the big leagues. Yeah, your performance of the night, <laughs> the Black yes. Beast, Derek Lewis, picks up the and hot balls, and his and his my balls was hot. <laughs> uh, I will. I will attest to that. When I trained MMA, my balls would get hot as fuck. I thought you were going to say you knew the, the temperature of Derek Lewis's balls. Oh, no, 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 no. And I, there's <laughs> also other... <laughs> do, you remember, do you remember Claudia's... Uh, there's a Claudia uh, gif where she, they throw uh, ice on her cooch. Yeah, there's dude. That, I've seen like them famous. pour water down people's balls and ice. It's hot. Oh, yeah, I thought yeah. it was so funny, like... As I'm watching like the, the you know the fight's over, and I'm like, why the fuck is he taking off his pants? So like, I couldn't like I couldn't understand what was happening. And then when he dropped that line, I was like, oh yeah, there it is. Like he's already like, the king of social media when it comes to like uh, pictures and stuff like that and posts and whatnot. And then he drops that line on on that card. <laughs> Brilliant, Derek Lewis, 2020. And then, my balls and then what was he, hot. Yeah, then he's 
<laughs> people aren't saying it or talking about it either. He's like, hey, I'm going to go on your show and smoke weed with you, Joe. Right. Nobody's talking about him <laughs> saying that President Trump called him and told him to kill that Russian <laughs> motherfucker. And Joe I Rogan, think, I'm coming I, to I, smoke I, weed on your show. I have that gif. I have a gif of, uh, I said it to you, didn't I? Just yeah, yeah, yeah. Of, uh, I was fucking cracking President up. Trump with the phone and it says, hey, Derek, <laughs> kill those Russian <laughs> motherfuckers. <laughs> those Russian motherfuckers out. <laughs> yeah. But it's, it's just my balls was hot. Derek Lewis <laughs> just fucking killed it. Killed it. Got his ass kicked for most of the fucking fight. <laughs> yeah. Well, I told, I think I told you on Saturday night, uh, it was about like, yeah, about 20 seconds or so left. And it was like, Volkov was cruising to the decision. So I'm like, oh, I got to put this dish in the kitchen. And I stop and I look back at the TV and just as I turn my head, just boom, like, just so dropped it. Balls was, are hot. Yeah. I couldn't believe it. It was just, was what a way to do it. Bowles was hot. Gotta get the fuck out of there. I mean, big news for for Derek Lewis. Uh he will now headline UFC two thirty against Daniel Cormier for the heavyweight title. Uh the Popeye's hating Daniel Cormier. Have you seen that one? No. Just before uh, we uh, we got on tonight, I was uh, flipping through, and they showed this video. Um, I don't know whatever card DC and uh, Derek Lewis would have been on before, but D- uh, DC was asking like, "Why? Like, why?" But he doesn't like me. He always says I'm short and I'm, I'm smaller, and blah, blah blah things. And then Era Hawaii says, "Why don't you like him?" And DC goes, "Yeah, why don't you like me?" And uh, Derek Lewis goes, "You said you don't like Popeye's chicken." Uh, <laughs> that was the whole reason And then he did that little dance From that uh, video that DC made With the cake yeah. and chicken Because it was KFC wasn't it I thought it was yeah. Popeyes Was it Popeyes I thought it was maybe Popeyes it was, you know, Maybe it was making fun of Popeyes or something uh, well, Anyway yeah it was, uh, it was something to do with Popeyes I guess Derek was a big Popeye fan He took offense to DC's I, I love Popeyes I like Popeyes Okay, I like Lee's better. Y'all don't know about that, Rafa. You can learn about Lee's when you come to Muskegon. Ooh wee, ooh wee, ooh wee. Yeah, so Derek Lewis is gonna headline the card on my birthday against Daniel Cormier. That's nice. awesome. Uh, and this is what, like, two years after he retired after the Mark Hunt fight. Yeah. Uh, came back against Travis Brown and just kind of just kept his momentum going. I don't like that fight <laughs> at all. I mean, I do. I'll take it. It's a better headline fucking birthday card for me than fucking Sajaya Eubanks and Valentina Shevchenko, but. Yeah. You did, what, you don't want to see Eubanks in the main event? No. You want to, you want to see the 125-pound women's division? You want to see some heavyweights throw down, Jeff? No, that's not what I said, Ryan. <laughs> I You... Of all people can attest can attest to when I was championing the one twenty five division. Oh, I know, I know. I'm just stirring the pot, trying yeah. to get you in trouble. Don't I always do. Don't. No, <laughs> not in these times. <laughs> yeah. Average Joe's host, Jeff Shanahan. No, <laughs> no, no, because I'm all for. What is going down at UFC 231? But we got to finish this card before we'll talk yeah. about it. 
<laughs> Opening fight of the main card, Michelle Watterson picks up the decision win over Felice Herrig. Surprise for me, performance by Michelle Watterson. Not that I didn't think she was capable of it. I just kind of thought this was a, a tailor-made fight for Felice Herrig with her size and reach. 100%. And, yeah. you know, her her clinch game and Michelle Watterson dominating in, in in the beginning, controlling her very well up against the fence, stopping Felice, and then eventually Felice got, got free of it. But striking was crisp on Michelle Watterson's part, like impressive as fuck performance. You know what else was crisp? Karate Hottie's booty. <laughs> it was on point. Felice Herrig's uh, uh, corn rolls were freaking me out. Like the color. Oh, that orange and blue. Yeah. The shit was weirding me out. It was weirding yeah, everybody she's out. Always, she's always throwing weird shit in there. Yeah, it was it was weirding me out, man. But good performance for Michelle, man. I, I think it, it puts her right back in the mix of stuff because Felice Herrig um, had been been on a little bit of a roll for a little while. Mm-hmm. Was that was that one fifteen or was that one twenty? One fifteen. That was straw weight, right? I feel, yeah, okay. That's straw weight. Yeah, no. Yeah. Michelle Waterson's not fighting at one twenty five. She's an atom weight. But yeah, she's. She, right. I, we thought that, she was that, too, that's right, that's too right, small that's for right. this. Yeah, that's right. That's right. Yeah, she she is too small for the this division, but she she fucking finds a way to kick ass. Yeah. Does Rose have anything going on right now? Rose doesn't. Rose. Is still fucked up about the bus incident and isn't really sure she wants to fight yet. Uh. <clears throat> um, didn't Rose already beat Watterson? Yeah. yeah, I think that's how she got the title shot against uh, Ioana, or or around that. I'm yeah, definitely on the come up. April April two thousand seventeen. Yeah, is when she was uh, she defeated Michelle Watterson. Yeah, I <coughs> I think it puts her right back in the mix. She's a couple wins, maybe a win or two. Uh, your and feet. that's one of those things. Like one of like those a lot of those uh, women's divisions are at the point right now where every win is important because everyone can get you a title shot. Absolutely. <coughs> Absolutely. Uh, your featured fight of the FS1 prelims, Juicy A. Formiga picks up the decision win over Sergio Pettis. Came down to, to Formiga's takedowns and control. Yeah, I thought Pettis was going to be enough or like have enough to at least get up and do something. I thought so too. And Formiga just, Pettis, just. When he's in that upper echelon, those upper echelon guys just, just short always. It's the same thing that happened with Cejudo when he fought yeah. him at two eighteen. Yeah, that's right. That's right. I, and I thought that was going to be a great performance by both guys, and it wasn't. It was not very good at all. But Cejudo did enough to win. I thought Sergio Sergio outstruck him, but seven minutes and twenty six seconds of control and two takedowns. How the fuck do you not give the guy the? The edge. He only lost the striking by one total strike and twelve significant. But he controlled the rest of the time. Controlled him 
for a round and a half almost. Yeah. It's hard not Definitely to the right decision. No, yeah. Formiga in the mix again. Yeah. Especially. Yeah, we can get him right back up there. Especially now that Mighty Mouse doesn't have the title. Mm-hmm. It all got switched around. Sure did. Yep. Sure <laughs> did. Uh, great thing about these other prelim fights is they're pretty quick and you'll be able to plow right through them. My boy, Vincente Luque. Ooh. Ooh. Destruction. I, I think they did. So, did. I'm so happy you sold me on him, Jeff. It was it two years ago now? Yeah. At the the first at 205 when you told me about him the first time. Oh man! Oh man! Oh man! He is something else. I think the UFC did uh, Jalen uh, Turner a real big disservice. Yeah. That, yeah. Not, not only by giving him Vincente Luque, but by not appreciating the young talent that they have on their hands, and not valuing it for what it is and building it up the right way. That guy trained the right way, guided the right way, would be a killer. He looks like he's got really good skills. He's got the right body for it. It's just he's very young to go against a guy like Vicente Luque. But it might be one of those situations where the UFC fucking throws you a bone for taking a fight like this. He's he's definitely going to get another opportunity. Yeah, but and it Vicente, sucks. Vicente Luque put it nasty on him and knocked him the fuck out, man. True. Yeah. Absolutely true. But I, I it's still an opportunity. I, I agree with you, and I said that on, I mean, not the exact same thing, but I, I did say I didn't think it was a good idea to give Jalen Turner a guy like Vincente Luque. Mm-hmm. But that being said, he showed – some things he showed flashes of things and i think he did the ufc a solid and i definitely yeah, think they're gonna I give think he him stepped in there late or something oh yeah it was a short notice this wasn't like a, a full training camp fight it was like a couple of weeks no way man i'm gonna be sent to luke and not that right but you know when the ufc calls you take yeah. the opportunity yeah exactly and it and, and it was a bad knockout but it's not something he can't recover from. Yeah. And they're definitely going to, because of that, they're going to give him other opportunities and they're going to give him up, give him an opportunity against somebody that he can show off his he skills. Can do that too. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> or at least show off his skills. Not a killer. It's not that they, they weren't just feeding him to the wolves to fuck up a, a talent. They it's favor for a favor rules, you know, it was a bad loss, I so. but I hope, I hope, and I, and usually they're pretty good about shit like that with people. Um, give Vincente Luque somebody worth, you know, somebody with some numbers in their name. Yeah. The the boy does work. Let's go. The scary thing is him and fucking Camaro are in the same weight class. Ooh. Yeah. Well, that's the scary thing with anyone in that weight class. Camaro's there. And Woodley's champion. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Aspen Ladd picks up a performance of the night for her knockout and destruction of Tanya Avenger. Two performances, two impressive performances. Oh, Aspen Ladd's legit, bro. Legit. She was like a little savage. Yeah. Um, That scream at the end, man. Yeah. Just like pure, just like animalistic rage. Just love it. 
Probably. Kind of like your kids back. Yeah. Aspen lads visiting right now. Yeah. She's hanging out. With, <laughs> she's hanging out with Connor. Yeah. <laughs> oh man. Oh man. I, I you got to keep keep this moving with Aspen lad, man. She's 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 got the potential yeah. to blow up. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's only her second fight because one of them dropped off. So hopefully they can. Right. But I think they wanted that one to drop off. Yeah. Yeah, that was uh, what's-her-face that they fired. I, we couldn't remember her name. Leslie I'm Smith. Through. There we go. You got it, bro. Boom. Boom. Episode 150 caught up to episode 148. I did it. <laughs> <laughs> now, Aspen Lad's dangerous as fuck, though. She can, she can scrap. Uh... Statistically, the biggest upset of the night, Scott Hot Sauce Holtzman gets the knockout of Alan Patrick. Alan Patrick looked tor- Patrick. Patrick, sorry. Alan Patrick. I, w- I was doing the same thing when I heard them saying Patrick. I was just like, what the? And then I put it all together. But yeah, it was like, it reminds me of uh, was, uh, Ryan Benoit. It's Ben Watt, damn it. <laughs> yeah, but his is actually Patrick. Yeah, and it's actually Benoit. And he's Brian Benoit. But Patrick looked terrible. I, I mean, I don't know how much of it. It was just Hot Sauce looked better. Hot Sauce fucked him up. He, yeah, yeah he, I, I was really impressed with that. Fucked him. Good win for Hot Sauce. Good win for Hot Sauce. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Anna Kuniskaya, or Yana Kuniskaya, picks up the decision win over Lena Ladsberg. Dominating, yeah, dominating. Just, the Kun- the Kuntaskaya that we saw against Cyborg, it was against Cyborg, so you know yeah. that's understandable. Yeah, she did take her back for like a quick second, and then Cyborg kind of shrugged her off. Right, she took her down. She she had her, and then you know yeah. she she took her back, but it didn't work. But she controlled the fuck out of Lena Ansberg. Yep, two rounds Ten almost. Yep. Yeah, nine minutes fifty five seconds. Yeah. And outstruck the shit out of her. Oh, Nick Lentz. Nick Lentz beat the shit out of Gray Maynard. And that was so hard for me to see. Yeah. It I, hurt my I, soul. You have a I really don't want to see Gray Maynard in there anymore. Like, I don't either, man. When we found out he was fighting, I was like, wait, what the fuck? Yeah. Yeah, it was kind of bad. Yeah, the, I think the best matchup next for Gray Maynard is maybe just giving him, like, BJ Penn or something. No, the best matchup for Gray Maynard is to retire. <laughs> Time to hang it up, bro. Time to hang it up. Good win for Nick Lentz. Good performance on his part. But, God yeah. damn, Gray, stop fighting. Yes, I, please. It hurts me too much to watch you. Yeah. Tony Martin picks up the KO win of Ryan LaFleur to kick off the FS or the fight pass early prelims. And that is the unraveling of UFC 229. Uh, breaking news, Stipe Miocic uh, claims he offered to fight Daniel Cormier at UFC 230, but never received an offer. What? Well, I mean, it's not like he's the best heavyweight champion in UFC history or anything. Why should he go to rematch? Yeah, it's not like he defended it the most times and has the most complete skill set. You know <laughs> God damn it, UFC. Why is Steve so disrespected, man? First, I didn't want to pay him forever. And to be honest, 
by me as well, man, because just you right now mentioning it, I'm like, wait a minute. Why didn't Steve get the title match? Because yeah. I didn't even think about that as a possibility because I was so excited that Derek Lewis was getting the title shot. Well, nobody even thought about Cormier being a possibility of fighting in uh, two weeks until you fucking heard it get announced today. You two weeks? Three weeks. I don't even know how. Yeah, it's first week in November, right? The first Saturday of November? November the 3rd. The greatest day yeah. in the world because I was <laughs> born. Get it right. Silence. <laughs> Fuck you and your fake Thanksgiving. Well, I'm not going to say anything because I don't want <laughs> Jeff to come murder me. That's really. I wouldn't. Sounds very. I'm not psycho gonna, killer. I'm not going to come murder <laughs> you. The greatest day ever. Hey, man. Agree with me. Oh, okay. Hey. If you <laughs> yeah, don't... Jeff, you got your power yet? Nah. Yeah, see, I can talk all the smack I want because he can't get across the border legally. <sighs> Bro, there's just there's <laughs> one big body of water that separates us. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I, got, I can get to Canada. You're going to swim it? Nah. <laughs> nah, bro. I know people with boats. Yeah. Yeah, gonna wait. I was going to say, Jess is going to wait for it to get a little colder and just walk across the ice. Doing like a good old Mexican, bro. Straight yeah, up. Yeah, we can just, just walk it. Straight up. We'll sled dog it. Do it the Mexican way. My dad's done it twice. You'll be fine. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> There's a little bit of a difference between what did your dad come across the Rio? Yeah, he yeah. came across the Rio Grande twice. It's it's a little big, little little bit of a difference between that and which like is it fucking superior? Yeah, I bet. Because in there's a lot of areas, and I bet the kids that's where the coyotes take them, where you don't have to fucking swim that much. It's where you swim the least. Right. Yeah. Because you got a lot of walking to do. Lot of walk. I can't remember which fucking lake it is that separates Michigan and Canada. The Detroit River. Well, there's the lake. Detroit River too, but there's and other... Lake and Lake Michigan. Lake Looney. No? Oh no, wait, Lake, lake, lake Michigan's Michigan is, on my uh, side is, of the it, state. It's, yeah, it's the only the one lake that's Looney. Yeah. I'm thinking it's like either Huron or Superior. Yeah, I can't remember. <laughs> Erie's Erie goes into fucking. Ohio. The only one that matters is Michigan. The one that yeah, matters. like I, like yeah, I guess <laughs> it's, it's the Great Lake. Welcome to the Average Joe's Lake Talk. Hey, hey, we had your fucking Average Joe's Bread Talk plenty. <laughs> Do you know how many gallons of water there are in Lake Michigan? <laughs> no, I don't. <laughs> I'll look it up. I'll look it up right now. <laughs> <laughs> So, I mean, the only other piece of news we really have is uh, Valentina Shevchenko versus Joanna Jinjerchik is back on as your main event for UFC 231. Everyone, everyone's bitching got fucking... Or not main yes. event, I'm sorry, but back on to UFC 231. Absolutely ridiculous. You know, Eubanks comes in, misses weight for the title the first time, Gets her one UFC fight. She's so deserving of that title shot. I don't know. I don't know what the UFC was thinking by booking that. They could have booked anybody from 135 to make it to 125 or anyone from 115 that could have made it. 
that had somewhat of a name besides Sajara Eubanks. And I'm sorry, but you're only three and two, Sajara. I know who you are. Wait. I got you, baby. If 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 you were going to have Valentina and fucking Ioana fight in December originally, why wouldn't you just move them up a month if you were going to move Valentina up? Did 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 Ioana yeah, not agree like, to fight in November? That's what I was saying. I thought that maybe Ioana wanted some extra time or something after, because she was saying like her last training camp wasn't the best and all that. So I was figuring she wanted to take the, make sure she was able to make one twenty five healthy and be really ready for that fight. That's what my thought process was, but I have I don't know why. I wonder what happens with uh, Sajara's contract that she signed. Does it does it have like invisible ink that got activated a certain amount of days into having it, and that says fake and void? Dana White went to shake her hand, slipped her a special check, and said, "You never saw the contract." What contract? These aren't yeah. the, these aren't the these aren't the dreads you're looking for. <laughs> he hit it with that my beating. <laughs> Uh, well, at, at least we get a good title match for the 125 pound title. Yeah, the rightful uh, title match. I'm cool with that. Yes. Mm-hmm. I'm cool with that. It's funny because we have a previous champion from 115, a dominant champion, and we have someone that challenged for the title. Did she? Yeah, right? Yeah. Valentina? Yeah, she uh, has. right? Yeah. Yeah. Yep, second. Yeah, because she didn't make weight the first time yeah second time around she did so yeah she challenged for the title at least so and she's had a ton of martial arts experience she's a lifelong martial artist so it's gonna be a fun yeah it's gonna be a fun she's, she's beat joanna twice or not maybe more than twice it's kickboxing valentina yeah yeah oh yeah kickboxing. that's right kickboxing. it's gonna be a, yeah that's gonna be a stand-up right it's got to be a stand-up war. It's going to be so great. Her sister's debuting soon. Yeah, against Pen... Against who? Not Pennington. Not Pennington. No, not Pennington. Enya? I forgot who. No. <clears throat> Someone that I've seen fight a bunch. I don't know. Isn't it Amanda... Yeah, she is Wasn't Amanda Nunez's girlfriend? No. I don't no. know. I don't know. I don't know. Who the fuck knows? She's fighting soon. She is. She is. Fucking A, boys. 150 episodes. Already, bro? Already. We did it. Halfway to 200. A buck 50. Halfway halfway to what, Ryan? 200? Halfway to 200. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> uh, Ashley Evans Smith, uh, Ultimate Fighter 28 finale for yes. Shevchenko's. Yes, Ashley Evans Smith. Mm-hmm. The lady I'm attracted to. Thanks for having me on, guys. Dude, thanks for coming on, Ryan. We love you. Does Ryan get final thoughts? Because I got final thoughts before Ryan. Ryan, do you want to? You want to have? Uh, you, uh, did you want to go first, Rap? I'm, I'm yeah, cool. I'll, I'll go first real quick. Uh, I just want to say, if he would have still been around, happy birthday to the late Eddie Guerrero. Today would have been his birthday. 
Um, I don't know how old he would have been. 51. 50. Okay. Yeah, let's say 50, 51. He was born in 67, so October 9th, 1967. Happy birthday, Eddie. He's probably wrestling someone in heaven. I don't know who. Hitting hitting the frog splash. Yeah. I was was going to say Benoit, but that's a... I mean, that's... Mm. Benoit's a tricky one. Mm. Yeah. R.I.P. 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 Eddie. I loved Eddie Guerrero. Yeah. He was he was excited. He was a great heel, but always put on exciting matches. Ryan, yeah, I, 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 was, I was actually just beloved. I just remember see, uh, hearing about the Eddie Guerrero thing, packing to go to my grandmother's funeral, and I had gone on the internet quickly and saw Eddie Guerrero pass. I was just like, oh, it ain't getting any much worse now, is it? Damn. Like so, I got like that's like forever. Like Eddie Guerrero, like I loved watching Eddie Guerrero and that. Forever, like I'll never forget the moment that I found out because of where I was at in uh, in my life when it happened. <clears throat> um, yeah, I just want to say, Jeff, congratulations on the true one fifty. Thank you. Everyone else, everyone else is uh, well. They can we can try to catch up to you, but no one will. <laughs> I do a lot of solo shows without you to get to that. So, Jeff, congratulations. <laughs> Thank you, my friend. Yeah. Raph, congrats to you on you know on the job on the 150 with Jeff on the Full Hill podcast success and all that stuff, man. Keep thanks, it up. brother. Love you guys. Uh, like I said, thanks for having me on. Hopefully, it's not another year before I get on. I hope I can bounce on off and on here, get me all. You know, anytime the door is open. Yeah. And uh, I need to have you on uh, Full Hill. So start thinking of what I need to watch, so you can watch it and I can watch it and we can talk about it. Maybe a Cana- uh, Canadian Stampede event. Ooh. Yeah. We could talk yeah, about no, that. You were talking about the Attitude Era before. I'd like to do, a, if we get on to like a little Attitude Era session, I'd, we can do that too. Mm-hmm. Definitely. We'll hook, uh, we'll hook some stuff up. Yeah, just let me know what you're thinking so we can get some yeah. ideas and yeah. I can watch some film. And uh, I don't know if I mentioned it to you or not, Jeff. I, I mentioned it to Raph. Uh, 83 Weeks with Eric Bischoff. It's a, a podcast I just started checking out. It's a complete breakdown uh, of the um, uh, WCW's dominance uh, before the uh, WWF took over. So Ooh. it's a con- It's an awesome. Uh, I think they have about twenty episodes right now, but it's an awesome retrospect. They talk a certain Monday night, uh, uh, Monday Nitro, certain pay per views, kind of go over some stuff that was going on in WCW at the time. So for me, who wasn't into it, it's awesome to see like that kind of background stuff. Uh, yeah, if, if you're a fan, you yeah. definitely. Enjoy it. What was uh, what was the name of it again? Eighty three weeks with Eric Bischoff. Eighty three weeks with Eric Bischoff. So Bischoff's the host. Uh, no, he's uh, there's the there's a host. He does a bunch of other podcasts, and then Bischoff just joins on with him and talks to him. Okay, uh, it's a good show. Okay, yeah, yeah, Carla. Say congratulations, say congratulations on one fifty. Congratulations. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. I'll be right out. Okay, Carla? <laughs> Aw, awesome. it's good to hear Carla's voice. <laughs> it gets annoying after a while. Yeah, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's uh, that's Carla's second appearance now on the average show. Second at least, if not third. Yeah, plus all the other screamings in the background. That, yeah. That 
she didn't get any royalty checks for her. <laughs> she, she'll get. She can get a royalty check when as soon as I get one. <laughs> I ain't seen a dime. What is it? Once you're supposed to like once you hit a hundred, you're supposed to go into syndication, right? Like, what's going on? Yeah, yeah. Well, SoundCloud. Sound, so shit, I would just take a sponsor so that I can fucking have them pay for SoundCloud. Yeah, right. Hey, can, can you pay for my SoundCloud? Or can right. you pay for my uploading subscri- right. just subscription? Give me your sponsorship of $15 a month. I will I will read ads about your bullshit. And See, just... What you have to do is you have to go out. You have to say this exact thing while Sir McLaughlin's playing, playing in the background. Oh, fucking Eyes oh, of the Angel. Well, wow. Jeff and the cake been sad begging for $15 a month. <laughs> I just get Sally Struthers. <laughs> oh, man. For only $15 a month, you can sponsor an MMA podcast. We will send you pictures of your MMA podcast. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. All right. Yeah, I missed Let's this. See. Final, <laughs> final thoughts. Ryan, thank you for everything in your part of getting us to where we are today. Um, said it, God, I don't even know how many times, but without you and your willingness and want to continue this when shit went south with Dave, th- this podcast wouldn't still be happening. So, um, you know, I appreciate every, everything that you have contributed every hour away from your family, you know, that you put into this, uh, it's, I, I couldn't thank you enough. Uh, man, you know, anytime that's why like when I, Last year, this year, whatever it happened when I was like just getting just beat down at work and home and the fun is trying to, and I felt like I'm not giving Jeff what I need to, and I had to step away because I knew that with you and Raph, I knew that you had someone to reach out to. So I knew that for me, I could leave and not feel too guilty and still attempt to jump on once in a while. So, oh, yeah, man. I mean, you know, like I've, I've said, the door is always open. You are welcome on the show anytime. Rafa. My brother. We'll definitely make some stuff happen. Oh yeah, we will. You're all, you know. All you gotta do is say the word, bro. And we'll we will make it happen. Rafa, my but, brother, yeah. I, I appreciate you so much for being willing to pick up the ball and fucking roll with me with this. On top of the amount of podcasting you do on your own and shit, like, but I I, I would not be doing this podcast still without you. No problem, brother. So I, I I fell in love with podcasting, and I I lost my co-host, and I saw you kind of going through the same thing. I saw it once, and then I saw you lose one, and then I'm like, damn, he's gonna lose a second. Nah, man, I could jump in. I got an, I got an hour to two hours to give during the week. Yeah, man. I'm I, like, I could do it. Let's keep this shit going. And I fucking you know I love podcasting with you. It's it's just two friends having a conversation, smoking weed. Yeah, talking about comic yeah, books. It's, and it's we're two grown adults talking about comic book movies and fucking yeah. <laughs> fig, action figures and shit. Yeah, I got but, a whole fucking army of action figures behind me. That's right, and I'm a goddamn grown man child, so <laughs> nothing wrong with that. All right, you know, and I always, I of course, fucking Blake. You know, 
uh, all everything that Blake has done for this podcast to get us where we are from just helping us get exposure in the community to bringing up bringing Dave and I onto his own podcast to to um let us talk about our show to fucking bringing us onto his podcast network on iTunes so that we could still have an iTunes outlet like Blake you're the fucking man. Yeah. Love you Blake. Love you. We appreciate you. Shout outs to the Loaded Joes. Fucking Average Joes, Loaded Joes, Cousin Joes, the Loaded Joes Podcast Network family. Daddy. <laughs> a few seconds. I'm a I'm a I'm a cut it. I'm gonna wrap it up for, for, for Ryan so he can he can go put the kids to bed. By average Joe's, honey? Say it. And say we're here. Bye. Bye, Carla. Bye. <laughs> Ryan, thank you so much for joining us, brother. Most definitely. When uh, we will do this again, and uh, Rafa will definitely figure some stuff out, and uh, we'll talk too. Yeah, let me know. Sounds good. Uh, Rafa is the other. Uh, Ref replaced Ryan, Daddy, on the podcast. <laughs> yeah, but it's Joe's podcast that I'm doing right now. Ready? Really? Oh, I love this conversation. What's a raft, Daddy? Oh, there it is. The line of the night. Ryan, What's a raft? We need to get you and and your daughter just to do a podcast. What? Hell yeah. Break down all the moves that we see. Yep. Let's make it happen. I got the equipment. <laughs> you two just sit and talk to each other. We'll, we'll record <laughs> it. <laughs> That's going to wrap it up for episode 150. Thank you so much to all of you that listen. Without you, there is no us, and we appreciate you. Shout-outs to my wonderful co-host, Ryan, for joining us. Raphael, make sure you go hit that subscribe, that like, that follow Mm -hmm. button for the Full Heel Podcast on all your podcast networks, platforms, YouTube, Red and Yellow Harleys, riding into the fucking stratosphere, maybe the ionosphere. (laughs) <laughs> the Ionosphere. That's, <laughs> that's, that's uh, Raph, you can probably do the voice better than me, but that's one more for the good guys. <laughs> it's too sweet. For Raph, Ryan, I'm Jeff. Thank you guys. We'll catch you later. Bye.